How can you create that work-life balance so that you can actually enjoy the life that you want to enjoy and probably the reason you got into this business to begin with? Welcome back to another episode of All or Nothing in Real Estate. Matt Smith here, founder of All or Nothing in Real Estate. This is a podcast. This is a movement to give back to the industry that's given so much to me and my family. Um, and today we have a very special guest. We have Lauren Pimentel. Lauren, say hi. Hi, guys. Thank you so much again for having me back. I enjoy and love- Wait a minute. We've had you on before? Believe it or not. Oh, I know. No. I know. You're probably regretting it now, but <laughs> I enjoyed it and I'm happy to be here. No, Lauren, always love having you on, on the podcast. I think this is a great topic we're going to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about, um, Colin named it, How to Achieve Work-Life Balance. Um, so we'll talk more about that later because I don't like that title because um, I don't think work-life balance exists. No. Um, but how do you achieve balance in real estate? And so um, in this episode, we're going to talk about why work-life balance or why balance is important. We're going to talk about um, a bunch of key points of how you can create that balance. Um, I think it's very important. Real estate is a career where you can accomplish great things financially. You can accomplish awards. There's a lot of rewards you can have in this career, but it's also very time consuming. And a lot of people get stuck in that vortex of work, 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 work. And then why am I doing all this work if I can't enjoy it? And so it's about time and money. And if you want, a lot of people talk about financial freedom. I talk about freedom, both time and financial, because if you have money, but you can't enjoy the time, what's, what's the the money's no good, but if you have time and no money, you can't really enjoy the time. Right. And so it's a combination and it's balance and real estate is a career. We can absolutely create that. The problem is most people don't, most people get stuck in that vortex of working all the time. Um, I think a great analogy I heard about that was when's the last time you went to a real estate agent's retirement party? Uh, I didn't know real estate agents had retirement. They parties. don't because <laughs> they, they don't retire. Right. Like, yeah. and so like, it's just, there's a need for it in the business. And, um, and honestly, that's one of the reasons, one of the many reasons we're with the amazing company EXP Realty, because it does built, it have that built in retirement plan with agent ownership, with revenue sharing, passive income, different things. In addition to, um, a hundred percent of our commissions. Right. Yes. Um, for me anyway. Um, and so it's just a great option to create that. But we're also going to talk about, even if you're not with EXP, maybe you're with another great company, right? How can you create that work-life balance so that you can actually enjoy the life that you want to enjoy and probably the reason you got into this business to begin with? And so some of those things we're going to talk about, you have one life, live it, yes. right? Live life on purpose, not on accident. So many times people, life happens to them. Life happens for you guys. Go out and live it. Make it your own. Make it make it what you want to live. Um, talk, we're going to talk about the negative effects of a lack of work-life balance. When you don't have that balance, what does it cause? It causes overwhelm, so many different things. Um, when you have it right, what does it feel like? How do you know it's right? What are the enjoyment? What has Lauren enjoyed about that part of the process when she does get it right? I mean, she's perfect, so she gets it right all the time. Every time. But um, <laughs> but when she gets it right, what does that do for her family life? What does that do for her morale, for herself, for her health? Um, we're going to talk about strategies on how you can achieve work-life balance if you struggle like I do, like I know Lauren does as well. If you struggle with that, what are some strategies, some techniques that we've used and we've also heard from other people? And um, last but not least, how the work-life, how creating balance in our lives has really had an impact on our lives for the better. So, um, Lauren, what do you say work-life balance is? What is that? What is the definition of work-life, work-life balance to you? Uh, well, like you mentioned earlier, I 100% agree that it is bullshit. Um, 
Whenever I hear someone say that, I think about uh, one of our coaching sessions that we had with Bill Pipes and that we don't work to just work. We work to create the life that we've always wanted. And um, I don't know about you guys. Coach Pipes says the purpose of business is to fund a great life. Yes. Why are you working so hard if you're not going to live your life? Exactly. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, no. Thanks for having the, the quote memorized. So, um, But whenever someone says that, um, it just really makes me think about, you know, no, there's no such thing as balance, but what areas do you serve in and are you purposeful in each of those areas? And are you... Um, are you serving each of those areas to the best of your ability and making them to where they're at an 80, 80% capacity? Nowhere's ever going to be a hundred percent. And so if I'm at least fulfilling 80% in each category that I'm in, that's a win for me. Yeah. So, um, Lauren said it, work-life balance is bullshit, guys. You, it's a buzzword. We'll probably use it in the title. Colin says it's going to be great for SEO, um, <laughs> but it's a, it, it is a it makes my blood boil because work-life balance does not exist. You have one life. Yeah. Live it. Work is a part of life. They talk about all you do what you enjoy. You'll never work a day in your life. I think that's bullshit too, right? It's still there's still hard days, right? There's still work involved. But if you can have that passion, you can enjoy it and you can integrate work as a part of your life that you're living by design then you can actually enjoy this amazing business and what can apply, what it can do for you and for your family. Yes. And it's just an unrealistic expectation to um, have that mindset. I'm going to be the perfect real estate agent. I'm going to be the perfect team member. I'm going to be the perfect wife, the perfect mom. I'm going to have the perfect body. Um, That is a very unrealistic. Unless you're Colin. He's been working out. (laughs) Oh, all areas. Ladies, he's He's single. single. He's single too. We were talking (laughs) about his dating profile earlier. You guys should check it out. He's going to go for the bad boy image. We we talked about a video. Yeah, he's in here breaking things right before. <laughs> now he's now now he's embarrassed and his face is all red. Yeah, and he's gonna try to edit this out, but I'm not gonna let him. But as someone who always strived to be a perfectionist, um, really in turn, it was digging me into a deeper trench of, sure. of achieving at least that eighty percent in all areas. And let's so, talk about that deeper trench because when you're a perfectionist and you you achieve eighty percent, you still feel like you failed. Yes, and it just gets worse and worse and worse right? Yes. Yeah. Even though you're, and you can be doing and doing exceptional in some of those areas, but you let that one area where you're failing miserably drag down every other area. And so it's really important to me to just start with what do I expect of each area? It doesn't have to be perfect, but what's a realistic expectation that I can maintain? Yeah, I love that. Set that proper expectation, right? Um, And it's, again, it goes back to why are you working so hard? Why? So many people don't stop and think they want more money. I want financial freedom. What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. Like most people don't go deep enough with themselves. What does financial freedom mean to you? Well, I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. Awesome. I don't either. What's next? Yeah. After that, what do you want? And why do you want it? We don't spend enough time going deep on the why and figuring out what we want to do with life. What I have realized through my success journey, and I'm just getting started, is that life, you can live it by design. You can create it. It's a story. And guess what? you got a bunch of chapters left to write. Go write them. 
Go live life how you want to live it. Don't let it happen to you. Don't let life pass you by. I listen to so many mentors that I look up to in my life, and they talk about it all the time. What is the number one regret of people that are on their deathbed? They have regret after regret. I wish I would have. Why did I work so hard? Why did I not spend that time with this person that meant the most to me? Why did I not do this? Why did I not do that? I don't want to live a life with a bunch of regrets. Here's a real life example. I have a very, very packed work schedule. Um, and we had a busy week this week. Um, and next week's going to be busier. But <laughs> it's, it is very, very crucial. Here's balance on display. I'm taking off work tomorrow. I canceled my appointments. I had a podcast with Coach Pipes. Sorry, dude. Love you. I got to reschedule. You know why? Family comes first. My daughter's only going to be 10 years old for a limited amount of time. She's going on a field trip to the zoo, and I'm going to enjoy it with her. I'm going to do my favorite thing in the world. I'm going to go be a dad. Yeah. Best decision you can make. I have to cancel meetings. I'm going to lose money. I'm probably made people mad by rescheduling, but I'm living life for me, for my family, because I know I would regret. I'll never get a chance to go to the zoo tomorrow with her ever again in my entire life. I can do a podcast next week. I'm going to be there. Right. So that is an example of balance. What are you doing to create that balance in your life? And what I love about that is I have I'm a go, go, go guy. Right. Like go all in all or nothing. Right. But it's there comes a point where I've given so much. I have to stop and I have to say, all right, now what's next? Right. There, don't get me wrong. There's times where I still grind. I work till midnight, two in the morning. Right. Like I, I still do that. But I do that with intention. And I do that and I'm present when I'm with my family. I'm present. I, I do what I want to do when I want to do it for the most, most part. And when you can live a life by design, like they don't, that doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean that I don't choose to do hard things, but I do them by choice. And I live life on purpose because it creates that balance and it helps you find that fulfillment and that happiness that life's all about. Yeah, and those are such great points. I was going to um, share something towards the end, but I think it's so important that you are taking that time to do that. Um, as you know, my mother-in-law had a stroke about um, almost two weeks ago. And I just keep praying and praying and praying that we get her back because I we never knew that that was going to happen. It was so out of left field. And having the regrets now that I don't know if I had my last hangout sessions with my mother-in-law. I don't know if my daughter will ever get her grandmother back. I don't know if she'll ever be able to talk to us in full sentences again. And so for you to stay ahead and be proactive with that relationship, where now I'm reactive to what we are, what we're dealing with. And it's so important to just be present in the moment and take advantage of those moments and truly treat life that if, if I never have another day with this person again, or if I never have this moment again, will I have any regrets? Yeah. And taking moments like that, it's, it's so important. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Sorry you're going through that. And I think that's a great lesson, though, right? You just never know. Um, and mm-hmm. life's not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. And you better enjoy the hell out of today, right, while you got it. And so yeah. do something you're passionate about. Make a difference on the world. Live life on purpose. You and I talk about something in common all the time. Be where your feet are. Yeah. If you're present with your family, be with your fucking family. Don't be that real estate agent that is watching your kid's soccer game and you're on your phone the whole time and your kid looks up at you and can never see your eyeballs while you're supposed to be there attending their practice. You're not there. That's not balance. 
and they see it. We don't think that our kids are watching us. We, you know, we're so quick to say, oh, well, my son's a teenager. He doesn't want to spend time with me. If they don't verbalize it, they feel it in their heart. And we have to do our part of showing them that we are their parents. We're there for them. We're supporting them each and every step of the way. And we only get 18 years with our children before they're off on adult as adults creating their own life. And we can't we can't think that we have more time with them each day or we are losing another day, yep. another day, another day. Time is time is finite, right? You can't create more of it. No. Nope. Money's infinite. There's they print more money every single day, right? Like all whatever. That's a whole nother yeah. podcast, right? <laughs> but uh, my point is is that time once it's gone, you can never get it back. You can always yep. earn more money. Tell me how you get more time. Yeah. Right? It's just so important. And so let's talk about the negative effects of a lack of work-life balance. Um, I'll give a real-life example. Is I'm still a work in progress, and I'm improving this, but there's been a time in my life where I have two beautiful little girls, 10-year-old and 5-year-old, and they came to me and said, um, Daddy, will you put your phone down and pay attention to me? Like, that'll smack you upside the face. Like, yep. holy shit, what am I doing? Right? And so... Um, now the most important thing on my schedule every single day, 7 PM to 8 PM. I do not exist to the rest of the world. You, you will not, unless you're at my house, you, you won't find me. Right. Because I, I, there is nothing more important between that hour than me being present with my family intentionally. Right. Like, and so what are you doing to create that balance? And some people may say, Matt, we have to put it on your calendar. That doesn't count. I'm present with it's, them. Yeah. If I don't put it on my calendar, guess what? I'm a busy entrepreneur. I have all these businesses. I'm doing all these things. I'll get stuck in the monotony of work and I will find something that is quote unquote more important to me at the time and not really stop and realize what is most important. Yeah. So that's why it's on my calendar. And so that's an example of balance because if you've experienced anything like that as a parent, as it is, maybe you're not a parent, maybe it's a relative, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's your husband, maybe it's your, whatever, anybody that's important to you in your life, if they came to you and said, how come you don't spend more time with me? When you're in the same room with them and you're not present, that doesn't count, right? Like that's an eye opener yeah. for oh, anyone. Absolutely. And there's so much value in that. You know, unfortunately, you have to go through all of these things that we're talking about to learn and become aware of what you are doing to your family. It is so easy um, as an entrepreneur to put your family on the back burner first. Yes. They'll forgive me. They love me. They I'm know doing I'm, this for them. I'm doing this for them. They, I know that they'll be there at the end, end of the day until they're not. Yep. And I don't care if it's scheduling family time in my calendar. I don't care if it's taking a shower that's in my calendar. Attending church is on my calendar. Anything and everything, it's treated like an appointment. Or like you said, the day-to-day and the whirlwind of life will get ahead of you. And before you know it, it's bedtime and you have gotten nothing accomplished and you haven't seen your family for five minutes. Yep. So I think starting with as with the negative impacts is... The first thing to suffer fast and suffer more than anything and have the most impact is your family because we are in the mindset of they get put on the back burner first because of life happening. Well, work's more important. They'll understand. Sure, to a point, right? And so maybe you're at that point and you should reevaluate. Um, I was just writing this down so I didn't forget. I talked about being where your feet are. 
when you're home with your family, be with your family. But that also means when you're at work, you better get shit done. Yeah. Here's an analogy that I use for myself and I coach other people through this in our team and just other people that I coach. And I hope someone takes something away from this. Think about the people that are most important to you in your life. Really close your eyes and think, who is the, the most important one to three people in my life today? Close your eyes and think about it. Visualize them. Think about who those people are. Now ask yourself this question. Those people that I'm consciously taking time away from to spend time at work, would they be proud of what I did at work or would they be mad that I didn't spend the time with them? If, they had the, if you had a GoPro that was walking around with you all day and they saw the footage and they saw what you were doing at quote-unquote work to take time away from you were at work instead of spending time with them, would they be proud of the work that you did? Or would they be like, why are you not spending time with me? Yeah. When you look at it through that lens, there's so many people that don't have balance and it's because when they're at work, they're not working. When they're at home, they're not at home. They're catching up on the work they should have done when they were at work. Be where your feet are. Make sure you make the most out of your time for those people that mean the most to you in this world. Whether that's being with them or when you're away from them. Both of them are relevant. Oh, absolutely. And um, something that John Sheplak had taught us too is imagine going up to them and saying, I'm so sorry I couldn't provide because I wasn't intentional with my time and I'm not able to achieve our family goals because of my lack of doing so. And you had, uh, there was a conference that we went to where I had stepped out of the conference and I love that we have an honest relationship where you can say, Lauren, you are away from your family. Is stepping out of this conference, would they be happy that you did that to take care of something else when you're here to do better for your family. Let's, let's role play that. What exactly was that scenario? Slow down so people understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But so the audience understands um, what exactly happened. What do you mean by that? So we were on a work trip um, and I had a fire because, you know, we always have fires. <laughs> and that are you I a firefighter thought... <laughs> or are you a real estate agent? All right. Let's be honest. That I thought I had Change to handle. Change your business cards because most of you guys are firefighters. Yes. No, we're not. Um, so I thought I had to handle something. And I stepped out of this conference that I spent a lot of money to a be at. I took time away from my family. I'm pretty sure it was a seven day conference. And I chose to step out and handle this fire instead of waiting a couple more hours and the fire would have handled itself and attended matters then. And, um, Matt, you had pulled me aside and said, Lauren, this is what you're here to do. Would your kids be okay with you knowing that you're not present and where your feet are at this conference. And it was so eye-opening to me that if you see me at a conference, I'm in the conference from start time to end time. And I'm now able to help other agents and other team members with that same mindset that we are sacrificing time with our families to be at work, to go to these conferences, to meet with these, with our prospects and our clients. And if we are not intentional, if we're not purposeful, and if we're not present in that moment, we can't hurry back to our family and do what we need to do are they gonna be proud of you or are they gonna be disappointed right and exactly so there's so many people that i see at conferences that i see at these things that like so in this example you had spent thousands of dollars to be there days away from work days away from your family for the right reasons because you were there because you wanted to grow opportunities you want to help more people you want to create more um 
more freedom in your life for you and your family. And that's why you were there. And yeah. I love that we have the relationship that I'm able to have the honest conversation with you and you actually take it how it was intended. And um, I'm glad that you're able to transfer that to others because there's so many people that I just want to like shake that I see at conferences, that I see at these trains, that I see at whatever, you name it. And they're just not present. They're on mm-hmm. their phone. They got their laptop pulled up. They're chit-chatting with their neighbor. And I'm just like, you guys don't understand time is valuable. Yeah. And you think that you get a trophy for just showing up. Participation trophies are what's wrong with this fucking world, right? Like just showing up is half the battle. No, just showing up is required. That's minimum effort. What are you doing when you're there? Be present, be where your feet are, maximize those opportunities. And then your life can change for you and your family. It doesn't happen just by being there. It's what you do when you're there. And so just be intentional with your time, no matter where you're at. Exactly. Um, I also think that some negative effects quickly is we just also have, there's all kinds of health risks that come with it, right? Like um, if you're a real estate agent, if you've been productive, you've experienced overwhelm. You've experienced burnout. It's real, right? It happens. Yes. Um, And you have to find your own ways to cope with it. But I think it's also important that you realize that a lot of that is from lack of clarity and lack of balance. Like, are you, here's where I think burnout comes from a lot of real estate agents that I've observed. Do you set the proper expectations with your clients? That's step one. Do you tell your clients, Hey, I'm available. Call me anytime. We think that's what clients want. That's not what they want. They want someone that is there for them and can actually help and guide them. But if you have the right conversation with your clients and you under, they understand the value you provide and what you bring to the table by setting those proper expectations, they will respect your boundaries and they will want you to spend time with your family and they will wait to call you the next day or they will text you and say, hey, don't call me till tomorrow, but I didn't want to forget about this. Let's talk about it tomorrow. Those are the clients that you want to attract. Those are the clients that you want. And it it comes with setting the proper expectations. We think that we have to be at 24-7, everyone's beck and call. Don't get me wrong. If you're just getting started in the business, if you're hungry, if you want to do that, I did it. Like, I'm not not mad at you for it. But if you're experiencing that burnout, that's probably why. That's where you need to start as a real estate agent. You have any thoughts on that? Yeah, so I think it's it's almost like building – building onto a foundation. And so first and for, foremost, you can't help others unless you help yourself. Yep. And part of you helping... You cannot pour from an empty cup, right? Exactly. And part of helping yourself is setting up expectations, not just with your clients, with your family, get them on the same page as you, with your team, get them on the same page as you, with your friends, mm. on the same page with you. And it all starts with self-care, Setting up expectations for everyone around you and surrounding yourself with the right people. When you said friends, a different word besides expectation popped in my head. Um, I personally don't struggle with this, but I've talked to people that do. Um, And I think boundaries are important. And that's relevant. Expectations slash slash boundaries. What are you, you get what you're willing to tolerate. Exactly. Right. And so what are you willing to tolerate? Are you like, and so I could go on a whole tangent on that. I won't. Let's get back to back to the topic, but set boundaries in your life. Set proper expectations with the people and you will attract the type of people that you want in your life. And you'll be able to do. Remember, what's the purpose of business to fund a great life? Go live a great life. 
right? Get away from the burnout. Get away from all these negative things. It, it, it decreases productivity. It makes you add stress and anxiety and you're not happy doing your job. Like it just does all of these things. Makes you very emotional at times. Who, you? Yes, especially when, you know, I've been in this industry for five years. How many times have you cried today? twice. <laughs> um, no, and just being in this industry, that's why listening to podcasts and having self-development, um, a good book that uh, you and I have both read on boundaries is Bold Moves, mm. um, just setting them up not only with those around you, but with yourself. And this, what I love about podcasts and self-development is that learn from other people's mistakes, learn yes. tips and tricks from other people. And I would not be where I am. I've, this is the best place I've been in five years. And it took me five years of having, um, an unhealthy relationship with my husband because I gave it all to work and, uh, would come home and put my family, my husband, my kids on the back burner. Cause it was easy mm. and it's, it's a work in progress, but once you are aware of it and where where you your non-negotiables are it makes all the difference in keeping you from that those that work-life balance from negatively impacting your life i love it i love it um let's talk about benefits if you create that balance now i think that's a great transition you you said that you're in the best place you've been in five years you're still very very productive you're leading a lake office you're like you're doing a lot of great things and you live a very busy life um, and, um, I got to make a joke. So <laughs> we were, you were, you were in one of the call rooms earlier and I said, you said, Oh, I said, what are you doing here? Cause you're used at the lake and you said, Oh, we have a podcast today. I'm like, Oh crap. Cool. Awesome. What's it about? <laughs> right. And you said, uh, you said it's about work-life balance and I'm like, and it's with you. <laughs> and we started laughing because, um, as much as you have go, you have a lot going on and you balance it very well, but it's just fun to give you a hard time because sometimes you do tend to show up late and you do have a no, lot of chaos going on. No, let's retract that statement. <laughs> I was complimented on about how for the past six months I've been doing very well with All right, you used to. That. You yes. used to. Yeah. And true story. Um, but yes, some people did almost spit out their coffee and fall on the floor whenever <laughs> we mentioned that. But it is something that, you know, whenever I became aware of it, you think about what type of person do you want to be? Bill Pipes, um, our coach, ran us through this session of your regular self versus your elite self. And what does that elite self look like? And to me, mine looked like someone who showed up on time, even if that was like within a minute of when I'm supposed to be there. It meant that I'm someone who shows up to my daughter's dance recitals oh. and my son's pra- or, uh, baseball games. It meant showing up for my husband whenever he needed me and sometimes making him a bologna and cheese sandwich for his fishing tournaments. Because even though I think that's so little, it is so important to him. And so that is my elite self. My elite self as an agent is someone who is there for their clients and they have a great experience through buying, selling, or investing in real estate. Love it. Um, as a team member, it's being a mentor to the agents on our team and being someone who is looked up to um, and just making sure that, uh, you know, you had hit on um, Lewis Howes, his greatness versus success and my elite self is helping others reach their goals and in turn I know I'll achieve my goals and so that exercise I would highly recommend doing that yeah so So, number one I want to acknowledge and recognize you as you were saying all those things that you wanted to do to be your elite self girl you're living it proud of you 
for Thank real. Because um, I know that's I know I joke with you all the time, right? Like I'm getting a little emotional talking about it because like you mean a lot to me, and to see you being able to go through those struggles, being a successful agent, being a, a mom, all those things to accomplish that, and you to say, "Here's my elite self," and you're fucking doing it. Like that's awesome. Proud of you. Thank you. So those that are watching, um, well, there's three times. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that's on me. Um, but those that are watching, what does that exercise look like? If someone wants to experience that, if someone wants to do that exercise, like where, how do they do that? Um, I wish I had my notebook because um, I look at it every single day as part of my uh, devotionals. Whenever I'm doing my gratitude, my affirmations, I look at that elite self. And so you break down every part of your life. And so mine, my regular self was someone who did not work out. My regular self was someone who did not drink a gallon of water. My regular self was someone who put others before I put myself first. And I... And it's again, it's been five years in the making of realize that I was pouring from an empty cup for so long that in order to help others, I had to take care of myself. And you break down everything in your life. If you're not happy with it, you're the only one that can change it. 100%. And so it starts with that, whether it's work, whether it's, um, you know, in any aspect of your life, the relationship with your spouse, um, a lot of real estate agents have a very high chance of divorce. And uh, my husband and I, we've been together for 15, 16 years or something. <laughs> she knows the exact date, John, I promise. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> and it is a non-negotiable for us to, to, divorce is not on the table for us. And so my kid's not I'm having. sorry, John, you're stuck. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. I just see him shaking his head right now, but <laughs> him, me not um, having a relationship with God is a non-negotiable for me. My kids not having a mom who is active and present is a non-negotiable for me. And to really sit down and think about those non-negotiables and the person I'm committed to being, it has really made the difference. Um, I started to get emotional whenever you were talking about that, Matt, because you have seen me in some of my deepest, 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 deepest trenches of life. Um, you know, we've been through some hard things, but I also realized that I was the only one that could change that. And I was fortunate to have a lot of awareness sessions, um, especially with you as a coach and a mentor and a friend, um, to pull myself out of those and and just get myself in a better mindset and be a better person for myself and for those around me. Yeah. Well, so, you've done it. I'm super proud you of you. That. It's uh, so I highly recommend you guys do that exercise. Just get a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, say, here's who I am. Here's my elite self. Right. And, and do that exercise and work on every day becoming that elite yes. version of yourself. I love it. Um, so Lauren, let's talk about, we talked about the negativity. We kind of talked about the benefits, right? It allows you to, Build stronger relationships with people, right? Relationships is one of our core values here at our company. And it allows you to be able to build those strong relationships that are important in your life, whether it's with your kids, with your husband, with your spouse, with your coworkers. Relationships are important, are key to life. And if you don't have balance in your life, relationships get in the way of your busyness <laughs> instead of relationships being intentional and being a part of your life, right? And I yes. think that that's important and crucial. Um, what about being productive, if you have balance, you're way more productive. People, here's the problem. Here's where I think a lot of people get stuck is they want a trophy for being busy. 
They want an award. They want to wear like a busy crown, right? Be like, oh, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm busy. I don't care how busy you are. How productive are you being? What are you actually yes. accomplishing? Are you moving the needle forward? Are you becoming that elite version of yourself? Or are you just stuck in the rat race of this vicious cycle of doing activities that don't get you to your goals? Right? Like we live yeah. life on accident instead of on purpose. It is so, so crucial that you understand where you're going, draw that clear target, and then go out and chase it. And if it doesn't move you towards that goal, get rid of it. Yeah. Like it's it sounds simple because it is. <laughs> it doesn't make it yeah. easy, but it's simple. That's the equation. And those are great points. So, you know, that again, that self-development, the podcast, the there's so much power in listening to podcasts just like All or Nothing in Real Estate. Um, one that we've listened to um, that I think I shared with you is why do we make meetings an hour long? Why can't that one hour meeting be a 15 minute meeting? Implementing that in your business, huge. Why? So I got to say, I got, sorry to interrupt, but I didn't know that it came from you. If you shared that with me, thank you. You changed my world. Whoever shared that. So that was you. Thank you. Immediately what I did, I went on my Google calendar. Every single meeting by default is not an hour. It's 20 minutes. Yeah. By default. You have to go in and manually change it and request me to approve it before you can meet with me for longer than 20 minutes. Yeah. Like. If you can do, I can do a, an hour meeting in twenty minutes if we just stay focused. Exactly, and that came from uh, Ed Milet and uh, Rob Deerdick, um, a podcast that they did together. Um, being intentional with your time, um, there's so so much power in what you're saying. You know, so many times we think about, oh, well, I need to add this if I want to be balanced mm. or I need to do that. And it's it comes down to that sacrifice. And are sometimes what you're adding or the people you're surrounding yourself with are preventing you from being more intentional. They're preventing you from reaching, moving the needle forward in your business. And so that's another great tool that we've done is what do you have to sacrifice? Who who do you need to stop hanging around with that bold moves book with was huge for me because I was surrounding myself with people who they brought my energy down. And when my energy is down, unfortunately, yep. I'm, I'm out of it for sure. a day or so. My, my energy's off. I can't be intentional. I'm not that productive person that I know I can be. I love it. And so I think if you're watching this, if you're listening to this podcast, I think it's safe to say you want to be successful, right? Let me give you a key ingredient to success. Sometimes success is not about addition. High performers think to be successful, I need to do more. What else do I need to do? The really elite people in this world, the mentors that I look up to the most, have taught me the real secret. Sometimes success is about subtraction, not addition. What can you get rid of? Get rid of the stuff that doesn't serve you. How yes. often are you top grading your life? How often are you replacing the good with the great? Yes. And if you consistently do that, you don't need to do more. You need to do the right things and less of the wrong things. More, do more of the right things and do less of the wrong things. That's, that's the success equation. Quit thinking about how do I create more time? Be more efficient with your time. Exactly. Do less of the things that don't serve you. Then you have more time to do things that do serve you. Exactly. Right. Even if that is nothing, even if that's a clarity break, even if that's a vacation, do less of the things that don't get you towards your goal. So sometimes success is about subtraction, not addition. Yes. And it, it you really have to have those awareness sessions. And like I'm extremely fortunate that 
it there's not too many people in your life that will be honest with you like the honest relationship that we have um and again another uh, book was David Goggins never finished where he said I would rather tell you the truth and you hate me yep. than me keep telling you to the same things and you not change a thing in your life and you love me yep. what's the what's the point in having that type of relationship and so I vow to only surround myself with people just like that. I don't want to be the same person who isn't working on creating that life that I want for myself, for those around me, for my family, for my friends. It means nothing yeah. if if I'm not the best version of myself. 100%. And like, what, what good does it do to tell people lies and to um, allow them to continue to do things that aren't serving them? Like, it's... Exactly. You, if you want to help people, tell them the truth, right? It's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it might hurt their feelings, but it's what's best for them ultimately. And you're able to see them progress and grow, right? And so anyway, um, it's a whole nother, whole nother podcast. No, another there. one. Sign us up, um, So let's talk about, let's, let's give action items. Let's, let's, let's wrap this up. Let's give action items of someone's watching this. like, all right, Matt, Lauren, this sounds great, but how do I do it? Like what are, I'm a real estate agent. I'm busy. What are some actual tactical things that I can do to create more balance in my life? What are some of those things, Lauren? Uh, for me, they are asking my family, um, family as a whole. And then my son, my daughter, my husband, what is it that you need from me and listening to them? Cause people, um, something with life. And I don't know if it's the increase, increased social media, but people have a hard time saying, this is what I want. This is what I need. And so being intentional, asking those around you what they need from you and determining what your non-negotiables are, um, doing that elite version of yourself, writing down what the non-negotiables in your life are, whether it's attending church, whether it's working out every day, whether it's making sure that you have family time from seven to eight each and every night, writing down your business goals, laying out your life plan, um, and making sure that that matches up with your vision board, I think is extremely, that's a great starting point. I love it. So I got to wrap this up. I'm out of time, but, um, some key items that are really helpful for me. And if you want some more ideas, reach out to me, guys. I'm here to help. That's why I do this, right? So reach yeah. out. I'm here to help. Lauren is too. Um, and so number one, put it on your calendar. Yes. If it's not on your calendar, it doesn't matter. Period. Put it on your calendar, whatever it yeah. is. Lauren said shower, workout, family time, whatever it is. Put it on your calendar. Live yeah. on purpose. Live intentionally. Don't let time happen to you. Tell your time where you want to go. We talk about budgeting for money all the time. But time is way more valuable than money, and we don't budget our time appropriately. That's a great point. Create a budget for your time. Um, in addition to that, well, I'm a real estate agent, Matt. I'm just getting started, and this client wants to see this house Sunday at 7 p.m. while I was supposed to be spending time with my family. I can't show that. What do I do? Tell them no? No. All you do is ask another question. <laughs> That's so We important. are so scared to ask questions yes. as real estate agents. Number one, if you prospected more, if you lead generated more, you wouldn't be worried about losing that one client. It's a whole another podcast. We could have a coaching call on that. <laughs> um, but let's say that you don't want to lose that one. And Lauren's one of my buyers. And Lauren says, hey, Matt, I want to go see this house Sunday at 7. Hey, Lauren, thank you so much. Um, I would love to show you that. However, I do have another appointment at that time. Can we do Monday after work? Oh, sure. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> All you got to do is ask, yeah. right? Just ask. Um, acknowledge, ask another question to move the day. If they say no... Make a judgment call, right? But yeah. 90% of the time, guess what? They're like, oh, yeah, no problem, right? Yeah. You have to realize that. You have to ask that next question. So set your boundaries. Um, 
Set hours and proper expectations with your clients. If you're going to have office hours, if you are going to return calls at a certain time, if you are only accepting calls or your work hours end at this time, tell every single one of your clients and set those boundaries up front. Otherwise, how many real estate agents do this? Why won't this client leave me alone? Like it's eight o'clock. Why are they calling me? Have you told them that you don't work at eight o'clock? Yeah. You just assume that they think you don't work. You haven't set those proper expectations. They know you're a real estate agent. They are off work. And the most important thing for them in their life is buying or selling real estate. And you're their go-to. You should be appreciative that they're calling you. But if they're calling you at times that you don't want them to, that is your fault, not theirs. Set the proper expectations. That will stop. Yeah. Set boundaries. And again, you will be surprised at who respects them. And 99% of the time, those people will. Just like doctors have office hours, accounts have office hours, you can set real estate. But real estate agents are scared to death to say anything other than, absolutely, let me bow down to you, buyer or seller. That's what clients want. They want a professional. They want someone that actually has a business and runs their business like a business. They just need to set those proper expectations. Makes all the difference in the world. And if they want to be that agent, um, I would definitely recommend that they ask themselves, is being that agent, is it worth it for you to risk your family, your self-care to do that and to be that type of agent? Yeah, 100%. Awesome. Well, Lauren, this has been super helpful. I appreciate it. This has um, been fun as always. Um, I love seeing your growth, your passion to give back and just the, the, the balance you've been able to create in your life as your success journey continues. And I want to encourage you and again, honor you for living your elite version of yourself and keep that up. Proud of you. Thank you. And thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks guys for listening. Um, All or nothing in real estate is a movement. It's a podcast. It's a way for me to give back to the industry that is giving so much to me and my family. And so all that I ask, if this provided value to you, if this hit a nerve, if this is something that was of value, just share it with a friend. We're trying to grow this. We're trying to help more people. This has absolutely transformed Lauren's life. It's transformed my life. And hopefully yours is next. And maybe if you share it with someone else, it can be theirs too. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.